Radio. Jordan's Girl Talk. Well, my guest today on Girl Talk really needs no introduction. It's a voice and a person that we all know and love. It is our lovely Yaz. Yaz, how are you? I am good, thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, Yaz, I'm going to let you take this one away. Tell me why you are a guest on Girl Talk today. Well, it's something that uh, not many people actually know because I've kept this quite close, this uh, journey that I'm on. Some of my close friends know, family know. But I am on a journey to become... Oh, I get really emotional even thinking about this. But I am on a journey to become a solo mum by choice. Now, like, like most people, I thought I'd, you know, get, go down the traditional road, but it, it wasn't meant to be. Um, you know, I'm not getting any younger, and I thought I really need to do this. I love that you're talking about this. Obviously, we've had private conversations yeah. about it many times. You're making me emotional. The oh, fact that you're getting emotional. I know you've been on such a journey. Um, however much you're comfortable sharing, could you let us in a little bit on what the journey has yeah. been? Um, I have been on the journey now for over two years. I didn't really know where to start. And uh, if I have to take a positive from lockdown, I couldn't have done this if it wasn't for lockdown. Because uh, like yourself, we were working through lockdown and uh, like everybody else, we weren't socialising, we weren't going out. Which for the first time in my life, I was able to save. I've never saved money in my life. I'm not a saver. Um, So it gave me the money because I'm past the age of where I could get this on the NHS. But I think because I'm doing, I'm not 100% sure I'm right in saying this, but I think I'm right. When I say if you know you were doing a, a by yourself, I don't think you can go through the NHS anyway. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in my forties, so I mean, I started this journey at the sort of early forties uh, two years ago, and um, yeah, it gave me the money to do it. So because it's not it's not cheap, it really is not cheap. And anyone that's going through you know IVF or they're doing IUI or however they're doing it, uh, they'll know it's really expensive. Especially if like myself, you are doing it on your own, or you or you maybe need a donor. It's it's really costly. So I have to say, you know, I'm really grateful to lockdown for giving me that opportunity, giving me the money. I mean, I've been thinking about it anyway. I think people sometimes made the assumption that I didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always wanted kids. There was things that I wanted to do in my life. And obviously I did want to meet somebody. I thought to myself, oh, maybe if I meet somebody in my 30s and I'll settle down and, and that'd be quite nice. But it just didn't happen for me. But, you know, it didn't take that need away. And I mean, I know a lot of women will know this and men, I'm sure as well. But there's something that comes within and you can't really switch it off. Yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously, it's everyone's personal choice. Some people don't have kids and are perfectly happy. Oh, yeah. I've got lots of friends that are really content and they they don't want children. That is just not me. Yeah, well, it's something you want. As you say, it's been costly. I know it's been very, very challenging, sort of on your emotions, on your body as well. How has that sort of side of things been for you? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of hurdles. and That's what it has been for me for the last sort of two years. There's been a few sort of hurdles that I've come up against. I mean, I I knew there would be, but uh, for me, I've had to go in and out of um, hospital. They found polyps and they found fibroids and the doctors at the clinic just wanted to give me an optimum chance of, of this being successful. So they just wanted everything clear, you know. Um, so they, they wanted to get rid of the fibroids. And I, I'm just uh, literally out of hospital just last weekend there. Um, so I'm back on another stage because I have, thankfully, and I'm lucky enough to say that I did get the chance to transfer an embryo, but it didn't work out for me um, back in March. I'm going to get upset again. Uh, it didn't work out for me in March. Um, so I've got okay, another chance, maybe next month. <laughs> 
Okay. Don't want to upset you. No, don't be silly. Don't be silly. <laughs> um, let's take a wee break. We'll get a song on. Let you catch your breath. And we'll continue this in about five minutes. Yeah. I'm back now with Yaz. And she has been so brave and open and candid today. And coming on Girl Talk to share with us the fact that she has been on a journey for the last two years to try and become a solo mum by choice. Now, Yaz, I know you're extremely lucky. You've got really, really supportive family and friends by your side. We all support you. But there was also a group that you found uh, that was very helpful, wasn't there? Yes, I found one group in particular actually on Facebook and I'm so grateful because it's so nice to speak to people understanding exactly what I'm going through and it's really lovely to have that support network. I mean, I've got my mum and I've got my other family members, all my colleagues here. Everybody's been fantastic. I've got great friends as well. But no, it's really nice to have that support network and it's uh, Solo Mums by Choice, actually, Facebook group that I'm on. And even one of them actually phoned me three weeks ago and it was really nice and it was lovely to hear as well because she's 46 mm-hmm. and uh, gave me a little bit more hope she is pregnant now this was her sixth attempt wow. at IVF and it was a frozen egg transfer which is what I'm going to have to do now because of the polyp removal last weekend so um, you know it just gave me a little bit of hope I love that she actually reached out to me and said do you want to have a phone call and I said yep that would be amazing you know and it was really nice yes she's a stranger but she has gone through what I'm going through right now so well, I'm sure there will be people listening today who will be helped just by hearing you being so open about this. I think it's amazing that you've chosen to share. And it's not just in this interview today that you're going to be sharing your journey. You've got another wee announcement, don't you? I do, yes. I have a podcast starting tomorrow. It's going to be a weekly podcast called Worth Every Shot. Um, oh, wow. Uh, play on words because, well, I had to take a lot of injections. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, also, I, I don't want it just to be about my journey. I do want to hear other people because it's not just solo mums. have to fly the flag. Natalie Imbruglia is a big influence to me. I think she was 46 when she went down the IVF on her own. So she's a solo mum by choice. But, uh, but I also want to hear from anyone that's going through any sort of fertility journey. It's such a big umbrella. You know, if the word fertility, there's just so much that can come from that. And I really do want to get people talking about it. I think you have done a brilliant job opening up that conversation today. I can't wait to hear the podcast because it's kind of been a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, where can we hear the podcast? Well, you can uh, you can download it on Spotify, obviously iTunes as well. As If you've got an Android, get to the Play Store. I fly the flag for Android as well as <laughs> Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> But Yaz, thank you so, so much for joining me today. That has been a really special girl talk for me and I can't wait to hear the podcast. Thank you.